Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. I love that you're dancing to our song, Corey. You know, if, if I'm telling you the truth, Jen, I'm always dancing when the intro comes on. And if if not dancing, I'm karaokeing or mouthing or lip syncing the yeah. words as, as they're playing. Because I still get a kick out of that song. Whether, you know, it'd be a year, two years, three years, the first time you heard it. I, I, I just love it. Yeah. So I'm going to put a plug in here. Uh, for those who don't know... You, Corey, write jingles in the most amazing way. If anyone's <laughs> in need of a jingle and the power of jingles from back in the day still hold true to today. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, and yes. Like, if you're in our age category, there are certain jingles that you will remember because that's how things just worked and they sold a crap ton of stuff. And not just for the sale of it. But because it, it makes the product relatable and you yeah. remember it. Absolutely. Indeed. And we're all about the mood. And I love sitting in this room with you, Corey. There's some new pieces to our Elevate studio. Yes. And I wanted to jump on that real quick because my uh, bonus mom came over this weekend. And guys, unlike a lot of other men, I really, truly love my bonus mom. Uh, that's Jen's mother and a biological mom, but she's adopted me, brought me into the fold, and I've done the same thing. And so, like, we just relate on so many different levels. But what she did this weekend that was so mind-blowing is she had this collection of jade plants. Now, I don't know if you know what a jade is, but let me just tell you, it's it's like it's in the what the jewel or the gem family yeah, the stone, uh-huh. stone. Mm-hmm. and so there there are these plants that are just so gorgeous, so beautiful, and I would love to just show you guys a, a picture of one of them. But she brought over. We have one of the really big ones, and then she brought over uh, one, two, like three or four small, medium, small to medium uh, plants. And it just brightened up the room. They're very vibrant, very colorful. And I just thought to myself, finally, we get these plants because I've been seeing them at her house for so <laughs> long. And I'd ask her, I said, Mom, what you going to do with those plants? You know, she was like, oh, I think I'm going to hold on to them for a while. And so, yeah, she finally gave and found her, found yeah. it in her heart to give it to her favorite son. and and she's so cute because Corey, we're in our birthday month and our anniversary month so whenever i see mom she has little gifts for her she's like oh it's for your birthday oh it's for Corey's birthday and i was like dang you're giving so many gifts are you trying to give me 50 gifts for my 50th birthday coming up because you're about like a uh 20 of the way i can't wait to see what the other 80 is right and, um, and guys i'm just kidding about the favorite son so if any family is listening trust me i know who her favorite son is yeah <laughs> uh um you know i think back to over 20 years ago and her meeting you yeah and it's always cool to see relationships build mm-hmm. and you know last episode where we talked about things that have surprised us um, your relationship with certain people in my family really surprised me, the closeness of them. Um, and just, yeah, it gives me joy, you know, to see you with these people. Likewise. It, it's a, man, 
almost got choked up right there. That's crazy. But yeah, it's just mm. a really good bonding, loving family that, you know, brought me in and made me feel like I was always a part of the family. You know, I couldn't see it any other way at this point. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying, I don't know if you fe- you're feeling this shift. Um, speaking of leveling up. It's like the people that we're in close relationship with, there is a mutual understanding that we have limited time together and every moment counts. Mm. So you learn that you have differences, you share on them and you just keep it moving on, you know, like, and you make it a point to connect. And our form of connection has been much more than just texting. Um, Texting is good when you can't make a phone call or you can't do a FaceTime or anything like that. But it's just been an amazing leveling up of connection. Yeah. I rely, and I really appreciate it. I rely way too much on text. I'm, I'm trying to change that at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of connection and community and relationships, I want to make sure that we express our gratitude first and foremost in today's episode for those who continue to download our episodes and listen and give feedback and just share the parts that are really speaking to them and giving encouragement. That's something that we will never take for granted and that we just are so thankful for. So thank you for being here. Like it's amazing. And I love getting the messages and the episodes that speak to you. We've been very intentional now about when a, a episode is called out, we go back and listen to it. To see, like, okay, what was that? Speaking of episodes, too, I'm excited because I've challenged myself to expand on the notes for what the um, episode consists of. Mm -hmm. And I'm adding a blog on um, either one or two of the episodes a week. I've got to build into this, you know. So that's on the website, beelevating.com. Nice. Yeah. So, Corey, there was this quote that I shared with you. Is it okay if I share it now? I'm all ears. Yeah. So, for those who are new to us, um, sometimes what we do is we run into a quote that we think is pretty profound, and we just kind of expand on it. So, this one is by a gentleman named Martin Lloyd Jones. Oh, sorry. Martin Lloyd Jones. And he says, have you realized that most of your unhappiness in life is due to the fact that you're listening to yourself instead of talking to yourself. And that just rocked my world. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Can I can I jump in there? Or yeah. You, okay. <laughs> I was like, do you want to go a little bit more? Or is it my turn? Because <laughs> when you start having that conversation about listening to yourself and talking to yourself, sometimes, guys, the, you, you, you listening to yourself leads you down such a dreary and tough path. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking to yourself, you know, as some people say, you know, I talk myself out of doing this and it was a bad thing. But how many times did you talk to yourself and talk yourself into doing the good thing or waiting on doing something? I'm going to give you an example. Personal experience. Anytime something traumatic or um, traumatic or dramatic happens to me. I need 24 hours to have a conversation with a few people, me being one of them, because 
the the first response is probably not the best response mm-hmm. for me. Now, other people may have the ability to respond immediately and make the best decisions right off the bat. And so what I've done in my past is I've just allowed myself to say, okay, what happened? And then go through the steps mm-hmm. from start to finish. How does that make me feel? So I'm literally counseling and therapizing myself before I even bring it to someone else because I don't want to bring it to them in this hot, gossipy, jumbled up mess. And then yeah. they're looking at me like, what? What, yeah. what what are you even talking about? But once I'm able to sort it out and I'm able to hear that come back to myself, then I'm able to move to that next level. And so that's been a game changer and in some cases a life changer and in other cases a job saver because you know those times at the job where something happens and you're like oh no i'm about to go off not the best idea yeah and that conversation with yourself may save you your job it may save your relationship i mean a lot of people have been broken up over a conversation that they just didn't have that that crucial conversation with themselves first and then realize like Oh, I open mouth inserted foot mm-hmm. and now I'm screwed. I really like that point uh, that you just brought out about crucial conversation with self. There are a lot of workshops that are around critical conversations and it always involves the two people. And I've been in somewhere they forget to talk about that critical piece in listening to what yourself is saying and talking to talking yourself through it like you said right therapizing coaching your own self yeah um so that the way you respond is one in which you are in control over the emotion and not vice versa right um so those are really important pieces you know Corey, i don't know if you know this and i don't know if i've shared this on this platform but when someone experiences a feeling um studies have shown that they it lasts about 90 seconds yeah And so if you just stay with you in that 90 seconds and you listen, that's important to the emotions that you're experiencing. And then you self-talk and incorporate some things in those moments um, to where, again, you are in control of the emotion and not the other way around because everything impacts our behavior, right? So that positive self-talk really does wonders for the behavior, your, your focus, the way you see yourself, the way you present, you know, Corey, you are so great about that. I remember asking you if you could talk me through your process. Cause I just needed to hear it out loud. Like, what does that look like for you? Mm. And you really, I remember you explain the emotion, what's triggering it, what feelings are being brought up and then you go back in time and you literally answer the truth. Like what else could be happening here? What do I know is truth? What's made up? I mean, it's a process. Yes, it definitely is a process. And what I've learned is that there is a higher probability that you will betray someone else before you will betray yourself. So if you have that conversation with yourself, Nine times out of 10, you're not going to have another crucial conversation with someone that just was traumatic or stressful or dramatic. You're going to 
abide by the rules that you set up in that conversation that you had with yourself. Now, someone may talk you off the ledge and say, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. And so you go in and you go, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this anyway because this is what I really want to do. But if, you, if you've had that conversation with yourself, again, nine times out of ten, you're going to stick to the script. You're going to stick to the plan. And that's the best way to approach a lot of issues in life because you want to have a plan that you stick to. Uh, what's the saying? Um, fail to plan, plan to fail. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a plan. So let me ask you a question because... I'm wondering if someone's asking, you know, well, what if your self-talk is negative? Because there are different types of self-talk, right? Negative, positive, instructional. Um, How, what do you think were your best tips to come from a negative place into more of a positive self-talk? Always find your baseline first. If If you're having this conversation when you're amped and you're already jacked to the highest level, then it's not going to be a rational conversation first and foremost. If you're at a baseline level where you're calm, you, you've had nothing to interfere with how you normally act or how you normally um, engage with people. Now, if you're automatically a negative person and you're walking in negative energy, that's a whole nother ball of wax. And, I, and I'm not that person that can help you through that. But if Mm. you have the baseline level that you operate in on a norm, then you, it's easy for you to have that conversation because you just wait till you come off the ledge. You begin to come out of the flight mode and now you're, you know, balanced and you can say, okay, what just happened? Mm -hmm. What is real? What did I make up in my mind? Because, you know, we have those those moments where something happened. And, and, and we've I've done this just last week. I read something in an email and flipped like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. What? Why would they say that? Calm down. Baseline level. Read it again. That's not what they're implying. Okay. That was for uh, nothing. <laughs> I love that example because... I have done this a few times where you read. So there's already a situation there and then an email goes out and your mind goes super quick and you're not reading word for word. And you're just like literally interpreting it the way you want. Mm -hmm. And then you react like intensely and you get worked up, hearts beating like crazy. You're ready to throw down and you're just like ready to say, I'm ready to walk. Yeah. And then you run it. By with a friend, and it's a venting session. Mm-hmm. And she says, really? That's not what I got from the email. <laughs> Maybe I'm missing something. And I love when friends do that. Yeah. Like, So they, they see you. They want to make sure you feel acknowledged in the way you're feeling. Right. So she says, let me read that. I missed that. And I, I'm sorry I missed that, but let me read it again. And she reads it. And so you're like, well, while she's reading, I'm going to read it too. And you're like. Oh, oh that, that, that's not what they're saying. Yeah. Oh, I, I added on to this email. Yes. But usually it's it's what's going on in the background. You know, a lot of times because our brains are very that background is powerful. Ooh, our brains are like computers, man. So we got, you know, things happening in the background and other apps working and other things going on. So, you know, we, we're carrying 
a lot of the emotion from something else and we're allowing it allowing it to charge us and fuel us in this moment and it's like dude calm down read this email again you know what don't even read it right now just walk away and that's what i i found myself doing I, when i read something and it jars me like oh i'm ready to just get up let me walk away and then i'll come back and yeah. if it still charges me i may write a response but i'm not sending it i'm just getting it out of my system. This is what I really want to say. And then I immediately erase it. And then I read the email again and go, okay, yeah, that's what it's saying. But I need to choose my words a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. That amp up moment is something else. Yeah. Right. Um, (laughs) So let's give some real examples here, Corey. You can help me out. We'll help each other out on this. Sure. And so when it comes to negative self-talk between you and I, I think I can do it more than you for sure. Uh, woman going through some major changes, experiencing every little thing. And so some negative self-talk <coughs> that comes up for me. And so what we're going to do is just kind of talk it out. The negative self-talk, what can we say to ourselves instead? So I want to send this to you as a tip. It's typically, Talk to yourself the way you would a friend. We tend to be more empathetic and compassionate when we're helping someone else out. And so we're going to welcome you to do that for yourself. So here's an example. I'm not good at this. I don't know what they were thinking when they asked me to do this. There's some of the (laughs) self-talk. That's like I'm listening to myself and that's what I'm saying. So what can we do there, Corey, to change that instead of amp up in my stress and have it hold me back from the great things I want to do? What what can I say to myself there? Yeah, man, you know, that that thing right there, that's a challenge because and it's not a challenge for everyone, but it's a challenge for that person because they've usually said this before. And when you've gotten into a pattern of having this negative self you know, you have to change the narrative. Mm -hmm. So this is what I encourage. And this is what I've done in the past when I'm challenged. And I'll I'll be honest with you. I play bass, but I'm not the best bass player. I'll be the first to say that. And I, there's a lot more that I have to learn. And I've been challenged with a bass line that I knew like, Oh, this is going to be difficult. So what I do is I'll put on a song that I love. I put up music always takes me to my baseline and I, and I don't put on something aggressive that's going to jack me up. And so if it's a project that you have to do or you have to get done, find that thing that brings you to your baseline. If it's uh, if it's music, put on some music. If it's a book that you need to read your favorite portion of that book, do that. If it's that, that friend that, you know, this is the most positive individual in the world and so I'm going to run this by her so I can get that positive pump up. And, and they know if they're positive or not. But yeah, start there. And then once you have that ability to say, you know what? I can do this. I got this. That's when you're talking in a whole nother language. That energy has changed. And now you're pushing forward to do the positive thing opposed to drag and pull and hold into the concrete to make sure that you don't go anywhere in the, in the positive direction. Yeah. 
So what I hear you saying is find techniques, implement techniques to get you to your baseline and relax you. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and that's great um, advice. And then I also think when it's at that moment and you don't have time to read a book or listen to a song, right. I do want to emphasize what you're saying though, is that when you know, these moments are coming up for you, this is all in that prep that Corey and I have talked about multiple times. Like, when you're getting ready for the thing, implement these things before. And yes, is it going to happen to you like 10 seconds before you go out and do it? Yes. But you've had those moments where you've built yourself up. And you can say to yourself, relax. Yeah. Relax. But let me ask you something, Jen. What's your theme song? Oh, it depends. I mean, but your overall theme song, like what's the song that just always comes on when you are about to do something, when you're stressed. What's your main theme song? I'm going to say one of them um, is Brave by Sarah Bareilles. Okay, so you've been challenged with something that you're like, oh, Brave is playing in the background right now. I can hear it, and I hear the very intro of it, mm. and the mood's already changing. Dun, dun. And you hear the, you can be the, right? And so now you're like, oh, okay, mine is staying alive. So I'm, ha, 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 staying alive. But that's what's, what I've programmed myself to be in a good mood by hearing certain triggers. Got it. So you might not be able to turn on the, the or grab your phone. But it's in your mind. It's in my mind, and it's always playing. And so when I'm talking about staying alive, I'm I'm like, I. So if you're in my age bracket, I see John Travolta walking down the street with that white suit on and the, <laughs> dun, 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 you know what I mean? So that's just how I, I operate. And so that's what I'm encouraging. Yeah. I love that. Another technique. And again, it's whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, to imagine this event is done or the, the moment that you're about to experience that's giving you some angst and it, everything goes well. Like, what does that feel like for you? Um, and that helps me like, and then it always is that thing, right? Like you do and you're like, it wasn't even that bad. And right. it's amazing how we psych ourselves out for it. Um, one of the questions I use a lot in coaching is, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen if you don't do this? And what's the best thing that can happen if you do this? Um, and so that helps me. Like, if I don't do this, man, I lose out on this experience. If I don't do this, I may not get it again. If I don't do this, then I know I'm going to, uh, like, feel disappointed in myself, you know? So anyhow, I think that really helps with our self-talk. Yeah. Yeah. And guys, it's okay if you fall into that category where you're disappointed in yourself and you want to do better and you challenge yourself to do a better job and, and to get a better score or to take on the job a little bit different. It's okay because that's the joy in being alive. You know that you can get up and try again. It's never over until it's over. That's right. That's right. So just calm those fears um, boost up your confidence um, and really pay attention to the way you are talking to yourself, right? Like if you hear yourself saying like, I can't get anything right, or I'm just a complete failure. 
if those are coming up for you, those are really times I feel that you need to take those pauses and and really spend time with yourself on that. And the one I hate the most is knowing my luck. That that uh, one really just bites. Just, it's just my luck. Yeah, man. I can never get it right. Right? Like, uh, I remember that kind of <laughs> self-talk. That's so funny. But, yeah. So once we get away from that kind of stuff, you know, and guys, I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect. I get it right every time. I have the best and the most amazing outcomes on everything. But I am going to say those outcomes are definitely turned around and changed by the positive talk. Even if I failed at my worst, I'm still positive about it. Yeah, and I think it also includes, and I don't know if we've said this, but you definitely want to still directly address those doubts and fears that come up. Yeah. Because those are real for you. And so we're not saying ignore them. We're saying address them and spend time with yourself and see all the good and the wonderful things that you do and that you're able to do. Right. Um, I'm going to end with this concept, the negative self-talk and the weight that it puts on a relationship. I remember what our marriage was like before Corey. Um, and it really led me to, uh, to put it nicely, my imagination got very wild and free because of the self-talk. And I really believe this, that until you can accept who you are and love you for who you are, um, that's what you bring to the relationship. It's not the other person that's going to bring that for you. They may bring that in like temporary bursts of moments. And so that feeds the ego. And I've learned that ego less is falls in that bracket of less is more. Right. Right. Is just to drop the ego and be about yourself, but ego less. I like it. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for being here. Please share this with someone. Look us up on beelevating.com. Um, follow us. We're on Apple, Spotify, and the Shameless Band and Genco. We've got some big things coming up, all projected right around November. We will share as we go. And until then, have a good day. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to one another. Yeah. You know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Every day. Elevate. Every day. Elevate. Every day. Elevate.